Shalom, dearest brothers and sisters in Christ. Last week, we took a look at the life of Saint Tilo, whom we saw was kidnapped as a child and then sold as a slave. But by the grace and mercy of God, he was purchased by a man of God who eventually sent him to a monastery to study. And that man was Eligius, who also went on to become a saint. Today, we take a look at the life of Saint Eligius. So Saint Eligius was an extremely skillful goldsmith and the king in the kingdom recognized his skillfulness and therefore hired him to work for him. He was basically a royal goldsmith. What is so famous about this saint? Three things in particular and it is this, he, even though he was rich because he was serving the king as a goldsmith, he was very rich indeed. He chose instead to give his riches to the poor. He gave generously to the poor. He often ransomed slaves, including Tilo, who went on to become a saint, a canonized saint just like him. And he even built churches and convents with the riches which he received. Now, this witness of his brought many people to become believers in the Catholic faith, believers of Jesus Christ. You know, using one's own talent, riches and wealth for the welfare of others, for the betterment of the whole community, instead of hoarding riches for himself, he was willing to sacrifice and live a simple lifestyle so that others could live decent lifestyles as well. He recognized the inviolable dignity of every human person and that is why he went beyond himself to reach out to others. Eventually, St. Eligius became a priest. He fulfilled his lifelong desire to become a priest, and he even became a bishop. And the interesting thing is this, throughout every stage and season of his life, he was faithful to Jesus Christ, and he continued to reach out to the poor, to those who were slaves. There were a lot of slave trade at that time, and he reached out to the Catholic faithful by building churches, monasteries, and convents. Now, I would like to propose this. There is a school of thought which believes that the Holy Family was not actually poor. Hear me out. They were poor because they chose to be poor. By right, they were actually rich, just like St. Eligius. You know, when Jesus was born, we hear of the story of the three kings who brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Many scripture scholars hold that the gold, frankincense, and myrrh that they brought were not just a handful, but they brought it in abundance. Therefore, the Holy Family actually had a lot of wealth. But instead of hoarding this wealth for themselves, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus chose to give this to the poor, to give this to those in the community, to evenly spread it out so that each and every person could live with dignity because each and every human person has an inviolable dignity. And we need to respect each other as men and women of God. My brothers and sisters in Christ, today's episode is short. St. Eligius was rich, but he gave his riches to the poor. The Holy Family was rich, but they gave their riches to the poor. So that each and every person in their community, within their circle of influence, could live respectable and dignified lives. My proposal is this, let us follow in the footsteps of, of course, the Holy Family and St. Eligius, who was a rich goldsmith, a servant of the king, but chose to give this money to the poor, to ransom slaves and to send them to study so that they can live lives and reach out to others in turn. We are living through such hard times in light of this global pandemic, COVID-19. 
Many people have lost their jobs. Many people are starving, struggling to get through the month, struggling to pay their bills, their rental, money for food, etc. So let us pray this and ask the Lord whom we should reach out to, the people who are within our circle of influence, within our communities that we can reach out to and bless in terms of finances, bless in terms of supplies, bless in terms of prayers. Let us not wait till we're super duper rich and only then start giving, but let us start giving even in the little that we have today. For the Lord, you know, He can never be outdone in generosity. Let us trust in Jesus. So let us continue to trust in the Lord. And let us, whether it is from the little that we have or from the abundance that we have, give generously, trusting in the Lord once again that we can never outdo Him in generosity. For every time we bless other people, the Lord will return this favor, whether it is in spiritual blessings or in whatever way the Lord deems fit, whatever way that is conducive for the salvation of your soul and mine. You know, whatever we do to the least of this, we do unto Jesus. When I was starving, you fed me. When I was naked, you clothed me, and so on. You and I have the potential to rise up unto sainthood like St. Eligius, to be a witness to those around us in the community that through such hard times like this in COVID-19 pandemic, we are still reaching out to others. We are giving hope to the hopeless and shining light to those who are in darkness. Let us pray. St. Eligius, you constantly reached out to the poor, to the last, the lost, the least, the little, the needy, in creative ways. You reached out to the homeless, you ransomed slaves, you even erected churches, convents, and monasteries for the upbuilding of the kingdom of God. Help us, St. Eligius, throughout this global pandemic, throughout these hard and trying times, to rise above ourselves, above our comfort zones, and to give to others, to trust in the Lord, that we can never outdo Him in generosity, and that even as we give, be it from the little that we have or from the abundance that we have, the Lord will bless, the Lord will sustain, and the Lord will continue to walk with each one of us. Lord Jesus, you are Jehovah Jireh, God our provider. I pray for each and every viewer who is going through financial struggles right now, that you will bless them financially and help them sustain themselves throughout the month, that you will direct their paths that you will send people in their lives, Lord, to bless them financially as well, Lord God. You open the doors, Lord, for them to get jobs, for them to get incomes, to pull through, to survive, and to not only survive, Lord, but to live life in its fullness, as you have promised, Lord, in John chapter 10, verse 10. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but you have come to give life and life in its abundance, Lord. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. Brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. I'd like to ask all of you to click on the like and subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Drop a comment as well. Click on the follow button if you're watching on Instagram TV or on Spotify. Whatever platform you're on, click on the follow or subscribe button. And please share this podcast with whoever you believe can benefit from it. I want to make one more announcement. Now, this beautiful illustration here is made by Amanda Lee from City on the Hill. And she has an online website selling all sorts of Catholic merchandise. So click the link in the description box below or scan this QR code and go to her shop and purchase this Catholic merchandise. Now, if you are going to purchase anything when you are at the checkout point, please use this coupon code MWTS5 and you will get a 5% discount. Why should you buy Catholic merchandise? Catholic merchandise 
are tools and equipment for evangelization. So the prints, the stickers, the marks, the t-shirts that you can get from her shop are tools and equipment for evangelization. If the best gift you and I have is Jesus, we want to give this gift to others. And these tools and equipments can help us do that. Until next week, take care and God bless.